everyone, and welcome to chapter 20 of the One Man Renegade podcast. Yep, made it to 20, although it's actually kind of 21. But no, it's actually kind of 20, but that, whatever, that's not really here or there. It's 20 on the list, so uh, yeah, I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and uh, yeah, um, we're headed towards the end of 2016. It's December now. As I record this, it's December 2nd, um, and uh, yeah, headed to the last month. We're a few weeks away from Christmas, and then a f- another week away from the end of the year, uh, New Year's. Uh, so 2017 is right around the corner. Uh, but with that said, there's still plenty of stuff to go in 2016 before we uh, say goodbye to this year. Uh, but before we get to any of that, the stuff coming up in December, um, let's kind of take a back step and kind of go over what I talked about last time. A few things that I want to just kind of go over. And one of them is, and I'll start off with this, the new Metallica album, which when I recorded my last podcast, um, (coughs) chapter 19, excuse me, um, it was uh, the day the album came out. Um, It went to number one on the charts. I don't know if that's a really big surprise at this point. It didn't really sell a ton, but albums don't really sell a ton anymore. It's not... You know, except for Adele, for whatever reason, she sold three million copies or whatever her album was, which is just bizarre in this day and age. But it's not like the olden days uh, of like the late '90s, early 2000s, when like any big hit uh, band or, or group or whatever put out an album would easily sell a million uh, albums in a week. I think I think they I think Metallica sold three hundred thousand, maybe or close to it or something like that. Um, with all that said, how's the album? Well, it's Metallica album. It's good. Um, it's nothing crazy. Um, it, it's not quite what da- Death Magnetic was. Death Magnetic was a little, as much more thrashy than this album. This album's a little more, um, a little more melodic, I would say, in some sense, some, for some of the songs. I mean, it's not quite load, um, but it's got more personality than, say, anger, certainly, uh, which was, I don't know, I had issues with saying anger, um, but load and reload had, you know, had had their good moments. I mean, overall, were, they weren't great albums, but they had good, great songs just packaged together with a bunch of not-so-great songs, um, but it's a good album, um, if you... Uh, hardwired to self-destruct uh go go check it out um i actually got the physical album i mean i pre-ordered it way back a couple months ago or whatever it was uh it came with a digital download because that's what most people listen to music nowadays uh, i did get the physical copy i got the bonus disc that had some of the their songs that they had done over the past few years most of them were covers and then just a live uh, show they did, um, I don't know, a few months ago or something like that. Um, I didn't really listen to that yet. But um, it's it's weird because they split it up into two discs. Uh, well, the third disc, the bonus disc. But the, the, the regular album is two discs. But it's not even 80 minutes. So I don't understand. I don't understand the point of that. Like, it's, it's shorter than Load was. And Load was all on one disc. So why'd they have to separate it onto two discs? I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point, I guess, because I'm probably never going to open it. I just have it to have it. But, um, 
yeah, go check it out. Uh, Hardwired to Self Destruct. It's a good album. Uh, they're they're kind of trickling out tour dates right now. I mean, they're doing some of the festivals. I know they're doing Rock on the Range uh, in uh, May. Well, hopefully they do a full tour and not just the festivals and come around and get to go see them this time. Because I missed them last time when they were on the Death Magnetic tour. They did one show in Boston and it was on like Martin Luther King Day or weekend, I think. And it was snowing and I ended up not going and I figured they'd be back around in the summer or something like that. And it never happened. They haven't been here since 2000, I think that was 2009. Yeah, and they haven't been back since. Um... So hopefully they actually do some shows in the Boston area uh, coming up either this winter or next summer or something like that. That'd be cool if they... I, I, I heard through the grapevine that they're planning on doing another summer sanitarium tour, which would be cool. I'd, I'd kind of like to see them more in like a in the garden or something a little smaller than like the Gillette or whatever. But um, yeah, if they come to Gillette, I'll go, um, which they probably will. Um but hopefully they do two shows. I think they can sell out two shows. Guns N' Roses couldn't, even though I didn't end up going to the second show, even though I easily could have. Uh, but I think they could do two shows pretty easily. And it depends on who else is on the tour with them. I mean, if they do it like they did the last couple summer sanitarium tours back in the day, you know, there's a pretty good lineup. So, uh, who knows? Uh, but, yeah, uh, to be determined. All right. Moving on, um, so, last time we covered, uh, NXT, or did my predictions for NXT TakeOver Toronto, and then WWE Survivor Series. Um, all in all, I did pretty well with my predictions, not great, um, especially for NXT, we'll start off with that, since that was, took place first, um, I got all the all the matches right except for the big match, the main event, the Samoa Joe Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, but uh, yeah, let's quickly go over it. Yeah, so Bobby Roode beat uh, uh, Ty Dillinger. The Authors of Pain won the Dusty Rhodes Memorial Battle Royal Cup of Doom, or whatever that was called, uh, tag tournament uh, over TM61. Uh, yeah, the Authors of Pain, which they had, it was, it was weird, because they did that thing where they had Paul Ellering in the cage and above the ring, but, like, they had this weird, like, instead of, like, lowering it from the ceiling, like, they normally would, I feel like, they had it from, like, this weird, like, contraption they built, and it was like, what's the point of that? Like, that just seems unnecessary, and, like, weird, but it all eventually made its way into the match and, and uh, one of the guys from TM61 jumped off of it and it was a pretty cool spot but that's seemed a little seemed a little uh, crazy to have that whole contraption just for that one spot but you know it made the match so uh then DIY to Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano beat the revival two two falls to one and two or three falls match uh, to win the NXT tag titles uh no big surprise there. I think the Revival are on their way up to the main roster, whether they're on SmackDown or Raw, I don't know, but... And who knows when that will happen. I'm sure they'll get some sort of rematch first, but eventually I see them going up or, um, sooner rather than later. Uh, Asuka beat Mickey James. No big surprise there. I think it was just a one-off for Mickey James, so as far as I know, she's not scheduled to do anything else. But who knows? Maybe she'll come back down the line. Maybe 
or maybe she'll go to Raw or SmackDown or I don't know, who knows. But anyways, I'm a little kind of don't really know what they're going to do going forward with the uh, women's division because there's like Asuka and then there's a bunch of people that aren't really ready to face Asuka, which is, I think, why they brought in Mickie James. But I don't know what they're going to do. It's almost like just bring Asuka up, have her drop the title or or like just like have her. I don't I mean, it, you'd want her to lose the title to somebody, but like it's almost like she's just probably like give the title up, just move on to the Raw SmackDown, and everyone else that's down there is kind of at the same level right now, which is to say they're not on Asuka's level. So it's almost like, all right, we'll just, all right, start a new, start over with these new girls since you brought everyone up, and uh, maybe they can all kind of learn together and, and, and whatever. But yeah, so there we go. And then Samoa Joe. Beat Shinsuke Nakamura, so I got that one wrong. I was kind of surprised by that. So Joe become the first two-time NXT champion. Um, I'm not really sure where they go from here. Um, I kind of thought they were going to build up to Bobby Roode being the next contender, uh, which they still might. But I would have figured that would have got been against Shinsuke since you know Bobby Roode's a heel and Samoa Joe's a heel, but. They are having their rematch, Shinsuke and Bobby, uh, sorry, Shinsuke and Samoa Joe, tomorrow, which is today, in Japan. So it's already tomorrow in Japan. So today in Japan. But in the future, in the past, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> December 3rd in Japan, in Saka, Japan. So will Shinsuke win the title back in his home home? Home, uh, uh, this country? I, I, I kind of say no, uh, and not because of anything I know specifically, but I do know that they had tapings, uh, uh I think they were Wednesday or whenever for like a few, few more weeks of NXT. And, uh, I didn't see any spoilers specifically, but I saw something that alluded to maybe, not what the actual thing was, but maybe what the next takeover match will be, main event, and it it, it seemed to involve Samoa Joe. I did, I didn't actually see what the match was, but it seemed to small to involve Samoa Joe, which would lead me to believe he's not dropping the title. And uh, supposedly Shinsuke wasn't even there or something. I don't know. I didn't read the spoilers. I I try not to read spoilers. It's not fun reading the spoilers and then watching it. Um. But um. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird for them to do it that way and make the match in Japan. But at one point, I had heard they were gonna film that, and it was gonna be on next week's. Or the speculation was it was gonna be on next week's uh, um, NXT. But it, they made this, it, this week's NXT kind of made it sound like that wasn't the case. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see on next week's NXT. But they taped a few more weeks after that, anyways. Uh, if that's not the case. But anyways, um. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I could look up the spoilers and see what the match is and know what it is, but I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to be spoiled. I mean, I do know they did announce San Antonio NXT TakeOver. They're basically doing TakeOver every night before the big four pay-per-views, which they kind of tweaked the pay-per-views around, I guess. They, were, they originally said they were going to be 19, but I guess there's only going to be 18 now. Uh, but then... I feel like there's a there's quite a long gap between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, so I'm wondering if they'll put another NXT TakeOver show in there somewhere, maybe just at Full Sail or, or whatever. 
Uh, it's unclear, but I, I feel like that's a big gap. And having only four takeovers a year seems a little light. I think five is okay. Six is probably ideal every other month, but they want to tie it in with the 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 big big four, as it were. Um, it doesn't really work. I thought they were going to make money in the bank if uh, the, the if they're going to do five, and it would have worked out with the number nineteen pay per views. Kind of makes sense because you'd have five big ones, and then fourteen. So five big ones in five months, in five of the months, and then in the other seven months, you'd have two pay-per-views, one for each um, brand, and that adds up to 19, but I guess they're not doing that now? They're only going to do 18? I don't know. It's all speculation at this point. They haven't really announced anything specific, just, you know, the uh, ones coming up, I guess. Um, But, um, yeah, we're moving ahead of ourselves. But anyways, uh, getting back to Survivor Series... um, I, I did, oh, not great. I did, I went three and three on my predictions for Survivor Series. Um, and, um, oh, before that, hold on, sorry. I skipped, I skipped over the boxing match. Sorry. I, yeah, Kovalev versus Ward. Um, I actually didn't see the fight. I heard a lot about it, but I didn't actually see it. Um, I saw some highlights. Uh, I didn't actually watch the whole thing, but. It, it seems like, and this happens a lot in boxing, more so than MMA, or, you know, but a lot in boxing. Um, judges maybe didn't get it right. Kovalev knocked Ward down early on, so automatically he gets the bonus point for that. And it seemed as though they went 6-6. Six and six. They was pretty split down the even round by round, 6 round to 6 round, and that would have given Kovalev the win, for the most part, from what I have heard. But... That's not how people saw it, apparently, and Ward ended up getting the uh, decision, and um, he's the new champ. So, uh, but they'll, I mean, they're definitely setting up a, a rematch and uh, down the line. So, I mean, that's what boxing does. I mean, <sighs> boxing is basically more wrestling than wrestling is sometimes, um, especially with that stuff. Um, but anyways, all right, so that that's that. Moving on to Survivor Series, uh, there were a couple pre-show matches that I ended up not even making predictions on. I, I didn't bother to. Um, there was uh, basically it was the same cruiserweight six-man tag that I had before uh, Hell in a Cell, except they replaced Lindsay 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 Dorado. Is that his name? Uh, with T.J. Perkins, because Perkins was obviously not in the cruiserweight title match. Uh, and but it was Cedric Alexander, uh, T.J. Perkins, and um, Noam Dar versus Drew Gulak, uh, Tony Nice, and uh, Aria Davari. And the the faces won that. I think I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure T.J. Perkins got the pin. Um. Oh no, sorry. It was Rich Swan, not Cedric Alexander. Okay, my bad. I know that sounds bad on my end, but yeah, no, Rich Swan instead of Cedric Jones. All right, fine. T.J. Perkins, Rich Swan, and Noam Dar won. Whatever, it was basically the same match as the one before. Um, but we'll get to Rich Swan in a few minutes. And then Kane beat Luke Harper for some some reason. And then he did it again this week on SmackDown for some reason. I mean, it's weird because they're kind of throwing Kane... They're still kind of throwing Kane in with the Wyatt storyline... 
because he turned Orton turned on him or whatever. But it's like what I don't really understand where it's going. He just keeps on beating Luke Harper, and that's the end of it. And then Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton are like, "Hey, Luke, what did you do?" And then you lost to Kane, and then they he ends up helping them later on in the show. I mean, that's basically what happened to Survivor Series, and it's basically what happened on SmackDown this week. It's like, uh, is this going anywhere? Or... I don't know. Um, but anyways. Getting ahead of us, getting ahead of getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, so they started off the uh, pay per view um, with the women's match, and I had this one fairly correct. Uh, Team Raw did win, except my prediction was the survivors are going to be Charlotte and Sasha. Figuring they weren't done with Charlotte and Sasha, but then they did Charlotte and Bailey, uh, which makes no sense in the aftermath because. Charlotte, Charlotte and Sasha fought again last last Monday on Raw, and Sasha once again won the title on Raw from Charlotte. And now Ric Flair was there to like congratulate her, and I guess he's back in the fold. Uh, I guess he signed a new deal, and he's going to be a regular on Raw again. Uh, clearly with Sasha, I guess, to go up against uh, his daughter, I, I suppose. But what happened to Bailey? Like you, just, you did this whole thing, and then. You know, the Charlotte attacked Bailey after they won the match, and then it led to nothing. It led to Charlotte losing the title to Sasha again. Makes no sense, but whatever. I mean, I mean, I got the team right, but whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Next up was the Miz taking on Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Title. If Zayn had won it, it would have moved to Raw. If Miz won it, or Miz retained it, it would stay on SmackDown. And the Miz retained, and the belt stays on SmackDown. Uh, no big surprise there. Uh, Maurice helped out Miz win. Miz to win. Somehow, I don't even remember. It all blends together at this point, but yeah, the Miz won. I'm a, no really big surprise there. Alright, next up was the tag match, which I got wrong. Team Raw won, which seems weird at the time because it was like, all right, well, there's three of these matches. Wouldn't it make sense for the them to kind of do two to two to one? But which they did, but just wouldn't it have made more sense to do it the other way? It was kind of like I don't know, and this is weird to bring up, but there was um, uh. Back in early 2000, and this going back, when the Radicals, who were Perry Saturn, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and that guy uh, they're not allowed to talk about, uh, Chris Benoit, uh, debuted on Raw, and then they fought DX, and they had like this series of matches on SmackDown, I believe. Uh, and But then the Radicals lost them all? DX won them all, if I remember correctly? And it was just like, well, what was, what was the point of that? <laughs> And the Radicals joined DX, and, or, you know, turned and became, you know, as much as some of that stuff that came out of the Radicals coming over was good, a lot of, mostly the Eddie stuff and some of the Chris Benoit stuff up until, you know, the bad Chris Benoit stuff, up until Eddie died, basically. Um, and obviously Eddie died, and that didn't work out, and Malenko and Saturn didn't really end up doing too much of anything to note, um, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Little side tangent, but moving on. Uh, so yeah, the the uh, the tag title man, the tag 
elimination survivor series thingy dingy uh uh the um cesaro and sheamus ended up with this as the survivors which is odd and then they got a tag title match which they lost because the new day is cheating and they cheated again on raw this week against the club because they're going after demolition record which i think will be next wednesday or maybe two wednesdays so not next wednesday but the Wednesday after that, the 14th, I think. I think that's when they'll break it, or something like that. Um, but, um, yeah, so it actually started off really crazy, crazily, uh, given that the New Day are the champions of Raw. Uh, well, the Brazango got eliminated right away, which, whatever, who cares. But then right after that, the New Day got eliminated. So, by the Usos, which, whatever. Uh, Usos ended up being the... Uh, last team eliminated by um, Sheamus and Cesaro. So there you go. All right. Moving on. Uh, so I got that one wrong. Totally. Totally wrong. Uh, they're moving on. D. Brian Kendrick uh, took on Kalisto with the. Uh, um, the cruiserweight title on the line. But also the cruiserweight division. If. If. Uh. If Kalisto had beaten had won, he would have brought in the uh, the cruiserweight uh, division to SmackDown, uh, which I you know a lot of people were like, oh that's obvious it's going to happen because Two Hundred Five Live's debuting and that's going to be on after SmackDown and blah blah blah. I didn't really see it that way. I thought the VD Brian Kendrick was going to keep it, and he did. And the SmackDown no and uh, the raw keeps the cruiserweights and not 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 move over to smackdown just cuz I, I think it's just a time thing there's just not enough time on smackdown for um cruiserweights um yeah and, and i'm bearing the lead a little bit here but they uh <laughs> it was a cruiserweight title match and it got uh, determined by uh baron corbin uh yeah he came in and punched kendrick and that caused a dq and then he went after Kalisto and their never-ending feud that has been going on for pff, since July. I want to say they've been feuding. I feel like, um, and that's not the only one that's been. I mean, Sasha and Charlotte have been feuding. Out of who knows how long, and uh, the Miz and Dolph Ziggler seem to never be done with each other. Um, but anyways, um, moving on. Uh, and we'll get to we'll get to two hundred five live in a minute because stuff happened on that show. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, the uh, so all right at this point of the show, there's only two matches left, and it was like nine ten, and I'm like, and it was supposed to go to eleven. I'm like, how the hell are they going to do fill two hours with two matches? And I'm like, that's just crazy. That's craziness. Craziness. So. The men's elimination match, Raw vs. SmackDown, was almost an hour long. Uh, actually, let me look at the time card here on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, it was 52 minutes and 55 seconds, but also, you know, if you do with the all you know, the entrances and stuff, it was, yeah, it was basically an hour. Um, and uh, Team SmackDown won, so I got that wrong. And um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton were the survivors, uh, so the, the little bump up to them, and guess what they're going to get? <laughs> uh, tag title match because <laughs> that's apparently what you get when you win these elimination 
matches, tag title matches. Um, yeah, no Undertaker. Undertaker didn't show up. SmackDown won, so he had no beef with anyone apparently. Um, Dean Ambrose was the first one out. Then uh, Braun Strowman got eliminated after Shane put him through a ta- elbowed him through the table, and when he tried to get back on the ring, James Ellsworth uh, grabbed his leg. Then Braun Strowman threw James Ellsworth through a table. Um, I guess uh, you know, leading to tables, ladders, and chairs. You got to, you know, foreshadowing. I don't know something. I don't know. Who knows? But then uh, Kevin Owens got disqualified um, when he hit uh, someone with the list. Was it AJ with the list or somebody with the list? That caught Jericho all mad that the list got <laughs> that at least got list got destroyed, and then he got pinned. Uh, by Orton after an RKO, and um, then Shane McMahon basically got uh, concussed. He went for the coast to coast, and Roman Reigns hit him with a spear. Roman Reigns then kind of pinned him, but not really. But then Shane kind of kicked out, but not really. And then they're like, "Okay, he's eliminated." <laughs> I was like, "What? The hell happened there?" Uh, and then AJ Styles got eliminated when the Shield got back together because Dean Ambrose came back out. Um, and then uh, Ron, yeah, Rollins and Reigns helped him and they powerbombed AJ through the table and then they um, brought him into the ring and pinned him. Uh, and then Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus... Uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. I was thinking, you know, my prediction was looking pretty good. I picked Ron, picked Reigns and Rollins to uh, uh, be the survivors, but nope. RKO from uh, Randy on Seth, and then uh, Sister Abigail on Reigns by uh, Wyatt. And uh, after Reigns or after Orton kind of like took a spear for him, I guess, or Superman punch, one of the two. Luke Harper also showed up at ringside and he kind of got involved. And, uh, yeah, that was it. And those were the winners. So now it's like 10, 10, I guess, about, give or take. Uh, maybe maybe 10, 15, I don't know, whatever. 10, it was after 10. And I was like, well, there's no way Goldberg and and, and uh, Lesnar is going an hour or, you know, even 40 minutes or whatever at that point. But with all the entrances and... And packages and whatever. It probably got to about 10.20-ish when the actual match started. So I was like, alright, if they go 20 minutes, that that's going to fill up a good amount of time. And they'll be a little bit afterwards and whatever. So, yeah, okay. It's not going to quite go to 11, but, it, you know, long enough. Um, oh, the match was a minute and 26 seconds. Um, yep, Goldberg... Uh, Lesnar picked him up, threw him in the corner. Goldberg threw him, threw, shoved him down, then speared him, then speared him again, then jackhammer, and then he pinned him. And yeah, big surprise there. Got that one wrong in a minute and 26 seconds. Uh, and then the show was over by 10.30. Wrapped up in a nice little bow. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was crazy. It was a shocking uh, match. Uh, but I don't think it's over. See, initially, this was just supposed to be a one-off for Goldberg. Just kind of basically Lesnar-Goldberg. Lesnar gets his win back from Goldberg. Uh, they promote the, the the video game. That was basically all it was supposed to be. And then Goldberg decided, nope, I'm going to stick around for a little bit. Uh, he definitely is he's definitely going to be at the Royal Rumble because he announced that the next night on Raw. I'm guessing he'll be, through, he'll be in through uh, WrestleMania because I'm guessing they're going to have a rematch at WrestleMania. Unclear at this time. 
but um, they're both in the Rumble, so they're obviously going to face each other at some point in the Rumble, uh, which will probably lead to something else, and I don't see why what else it would be other than another match at uh, WrestleMania, maybe in some sort of cage or something. Who knows? But, um, yeah, so there we go. Survivor Series is a pretty good show. Um, shocking uh, ending, but, uh, yeah, I mean, overall it was good. The men's uh, Survivor Series match was really good. The The other ones were okay. They were good. Uh, the Miz-Sami Zayn match I thought could have been a little better. And the ending of the Cruiserweight match was a little eh. But, um, but yeah. So, alright. So, we'll get to, we'll get to uh, the predictions in, uh, in a, in a, for TLC in a little bit. But before we do that... Um, there's a couple other things going on this weekend that I want to get to. Or actually, there's one There's one other thing going on this weekend. There's one something else going on next weekend, which I kind of want to make my predictions for. Um, but actually, before we do that, I'm jumping, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. There was one other... Oh, yeah, okay. So I guess we should probably start talking about the NFL because we're getting to the end of the... Closer to the end of the season here. We got... We're in December, so we got another month left, I guess. Uh, five weeks to go. Yeah, this is week thirteen. Just started last night. Uh, Dallas beat uh, the um, Vikings on a questionable non-call at the end of the game on the two-point conversion. Uh, Sam Bradford kind of got hit in the head on a pass, incomplete pass. Probably should have been roughing the passer, but he didn't really sell it. And Sam Bradford should know you need to sell that stuff. You need to sell it. He got hit and kind of was looking around like, hey, I got hit. Why are you going to call it? And he's like, you look fine to me. Should have fallen to the ground. Should have acted a little more... Like it was a little more devastating than it actually was just to get the call. I mean, you got to get the call at that point. It was the last play of the game, basically. Um, uh, they did an onside kick, but they didn't get it. And there was like 30 seconds left and they had timeouts. So that, there we go. But the bigger news of of what happened yesterday was um, uh, Rob Gronkowski is out for the year. Uh, back injury, herniated disc, had to have surgery, or he I don't know if he's had the surgery yet or he's going to have the surgery. But um, yeah, so that's a big blow for the Pats. At least they have Martellus Bennett, though. I mean, that was a good that was a good acquisition this uh, off season. So you know he'll definitely help. But you know definitely I mean not having Gronk. Um, who honestly was never really healthy all year, I'll be quite honest. I mean, he, he had a few good games, but, uh, you know, he missed last week against the 49ers. You know, play, didn't really play much against the Jets. Uh, that Buffalo game he was in didn't do anything. Uh, I can't remember, did he play against Houston? Yeah, I think he had one catch against Houston. And that, I mean, you know, that I mean, he missed the first two games of the year. You know, so there's a lot of, he didn't really play all that much you know up to this point and now he's out for the season so you know i I don't know i think the pats still can make some damage and i think they'll you know they're they're still good um but um i don't know i mean really it really kind of hurts their super bowl chances of winning the super bowl i think but who knows you know i don't know um i'll be right back sorry about that the dogs were making a lot of noise and uh can't have that on the podcast. Dogs gotta be quiet. Um, anyways, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, the NFL. Um, the Cowboys are rolling. Uh, they're ten and one now. 
They've won 10 games in a row? No, they're 12 and... No, 11 and 1. Yeah, last night got them 11. Um, won 11 in a row. They lost their first game to the Giants, and it was a very, very tight, close game. They could have won, uh, but uh, ultimately they lost. But they've won 11 in a row since then, so... I mean, they're the team to beat, I guess. And Oakland, Oakland's looking good, too. I don't know. It's, it's a lot still a lot more to play out, so... Um, but, yeah, big news, Rob... Gonkowski is out for this year, so it's tough, tough pill to swallow um, for the Pats. But uh, hopefully, um, Martellus Bennett will definitely step in there and uh, hold down the fort. And maybe Edelman can do a little more. I feel like he's been kind of an Amendola, maybe Hogan. Malcolm Mitchell's looked pretty good lately, though. Um, although. You know he's still he's still young, so he's still got a lot, lot to learn. I mean, as long as we have Brady and uh, the defense can do s- some things, like a couple turnovers last week against the Jets was good, since they haven't done a lot of that this year. Um, but yeah, um, Bruins look typical Bruins over the last few years. They struggling to get above five hundred or stay at five hundred or be at five hundred. I don't know. They're Hovering around 500, I guess, is the uh, way to do it. Celtics have been up and down a little bit. Injuries at the beginning of the year were a bit of an issue. And I don't know. Their defense just hasn't looked great. Uh, that's that's the biggest issue I've seen with them. Um, their offense is fine. As long as they're hitting threes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, CBA, new CBA in the MLB. Uh, they're getting rid of the whole whoever wins the All-Star game gets home field advantage in the World Series, which is was always kind of a dumb thing to do. Uh, I mean, is that going to make All-Star games not mean a lot again? And kind of people not care and and whatever? Yeah, maybe, but honestly, do you really care? Uh, at this point, I mean, it, it, it's, it's all kind of been diluted anyways because of the way interleague play is now you know what does it matter um it doesn't matter nearly as much as what it did uh it used to um but yeah they're just gonna go with whoever is the better regular season record which makes perfect sense the cubs probably should have had home field this year and they didn't um but they won it anyways in in, in cleveland so whatever but um yeah and uh, that's, I guess that wraps up sports. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, oh, uh, no, I talked about that last time. Uh, no, I haven't seen any movies uh, since Doctor Strange. I talked about that last time, I believe. Yeah, I must have. Um, Star Wars Rogue One's coming out in a couple weeks. I have my tickets already. Going to go see that. Uh, that should be fun. Um, yeah, and that's gonna do it for that. Alright, let's move on. Let's do get to the, the weekend festivities. And we're starting off with uh, Ring of Honor uh final battle. Um at the taking place uh tonight, uh at the Hammerstein Ballroom, uh located at the Manhattan Center in um in downtown New York City. Uh which I guess that's is that downtown? Or is it Midtown or Uptown? I don't know. And that's not Uptown. I think it's Downtown. That's right near the Empire State Building. I've, I've actually been there. Um, I took the bus uh, f- four years ago. No, it was five years ago. After 
Went down there, saw Survivor Series at the Madison Square Garden. Took the bus home, uh, and the bus picked you up right in front of the Manhattan Center. So it kind of all tied together. Which, you know, the Manhattan Center, you know, has... So there's Hammerstein, which is where the Ring of Honor show is, and where they've had a lot of shows there in the past. I think ECW had a few shows there. Actually, ECW, when they were the WWE, ECW had their pay-per-views there. Um, hold on. All right, sorry about that. More distractions, but uh, back. All right, Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, ECW had some shows there, and the WWE version of ECW had some shows there. Um, been a lot of concerts and stuff there but next to that or under that or above it or whatever is the grand ballroom which is where monday night raw first started and um it was up to me and they have another year or so to go before this actually happens which would be january 2018 the 21st anniversary i think they should have another show there because it'd be 25th anniversary it'd be kind of cool they haven't done a show from there um, at least not a Raw or whatever, since they had one in 1997. Um, but, you know, take it back to where it started, you know? That, that'd that be cool, I think. Um, you know, if they're, if the argument is, oh, well, there's not enough room, it doesn't, it can't fill that many people. You know how much money they could charge for those tickets? People would pay a lot of money to go see the money, 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw at the Manhattan Center, at, in the Grand Ballroom, where it all started. You kidding me? Yeah. Easy money there. Easy money. They should do it. Uh, they probably won't, but it'd be cool. I mean, it'd be a lot better than having it just, like, say, at whatever happened to be the arena they were at that, you know, scheduled to be at, like, in Phoenix or or, or Denver or wherever. It seems like it would make be make more sense and be a little more meaningful if they did a show from there. Um, logistics probably aren't great, but were they then? Um well, maybe for an hour show it was sort of a three-hour show. Like, I'm not sure how the back, back how big the backstage is at that place. Uh, but uh, if you only had to have like twelve guys, let's say, uh, for one an hour show, whereas for a three-hour show you need a lot more room. Um, but anyways, uh, although they used, to, I think they they feel like they used to tape two at a time back then. I don't really remember. Um, I mean, some links I think they did. But anyways, uh, all right. So, Ring of Honor, final battle. Uh, it's an interesting card. Uh, some of these matches are um, kind of tough to predict, just because there's they're kind of just. I feel like some of these matches are kind of thrown together without really any like backstory. Um, for definitely a couple of them, anyways. But whatever. I mean, that's pretty much what Ring of Honor generally does, because you know they only have an hour show weekly hour show so it's a lot it's a hard to build up a whole full pay-per-view on uh stories that when you don't have a lot of time to tell them all i guess i don't know um but anyways let's start off with the um the six-man tag match with the motor city machine guns alex shelley and chris saban and donovan dijak versus well here in wikipedia it says the cabinet which is rhett titus uh kenny king and caprice coleman but they specifically said, I think it was either last week or the week before on Ring of Honor, that they don't want to be called the uh, cabinet anymore. And they were upset that they were even doing that in the first place, which was weird. But whatever. Um, 
<coughs> and again, like there's really, I don't really, I don't think there's really a storyline here that I can think of. Um, did they beat them up or something? I don't remember. All right. Well, anyways, um, I'm going to go with the cabinet. No, I'm going to go with Mr. City, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns and the um, Dynamo Dijack. All right, next up, uh, we got um, Colt Cabana versus Dalton Castle. Colt Cabana and Colt Dalton Castle were doing a tag team thing. And then Colt Cabana turned on Dalton Castle. Typical turn on tag team turmoil, turn on whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Colt Cabana on this one. Feel like it would extend a lot, extend the story a little bit if he wins, as opposed to if if Dalton Castle wins. So I think that makes more sense because I don't think I think there's more to this than meets the eye. But yeah. All right. Next up, we have uh, Silas Young versus. Jusen Thunder Liger, who is like 50, I think just turned 52 the other day, so that's crazy. Um, yeah, there's not really a ton of storyline here. Basically, Silas Young's doing his real man thing, and real man don't wear masks, and Jusen Thunder Liger's been wearing a mask for 40 years, and blah, 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 and he's going to beat him up, and he's a real man. So that's pretty much all there is to the storyline, and, and Jusen Thunder Liger's coming in, you know, obviously the New Japan deal. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're going to bring Deuce and Thunder Liger in to lose to Silas Young, so. Yeah. JTL. Going JTL. Uh, yeah, alright, next up we got, uh, and another one of these matches that's a little, you know, weird, uh, that, because there's no storyline here. Uh, Jay Lethal taking on the debuting Cody Rhodes. Um, Cody Rhodes is kind of all over the place since he's left WWE. Um, he's like the Gen X something or other champion now. He was on the, the W, the WCPW. He's been on TNA. Now he's in Ring of Honor. Like, I feel like, I, like, it's a tough match to predict because I don't know if he's really in Ring of Honor. This is the one-off thing. And he's fighting Jay Lethal, and it's kind of like, well, you know, Jay Lethal's been Ring of Honor's guy forever. Um, I don't know. Um, but then, I mean, if you're bringing Cody Rhodes in, you just have him lose to Jay Lethal. It doesn't really make sense. I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. All right. Um... Then we got the t- the title matches. There's four title matches, including the newest title, the six man tag team championship, which the tournament finals are happening, and it's going to be uh, Kushida, Leo Rush, and Jay White taking on the Kingdom of Matt Taven, T.K. O'Ryan, and Vinny Marseglia. I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah. So this Kushida, Leo Rush, and Jay White teams a little awkward because ACH was also in there at one point 
because Leo Rush was hurt or something, but then he's back, so now he's back in it. Um, but I'm going to go with the Kingdom. I think it just makes more sense for them to win. Since they just came back, or re-debuted, or however they want to... I mean, basically, they, they, it was Taven, um, uh, uh, Mike uh, Bennett, and, and Adam Cole, but Adam Cole then left and joined the Bullet Club, and Mike Bennett left and went to TNA with uh, Maria. And Taven actually got hurt, too, so he's been out for a while, but now he's back and has a new kingdom, so... There you go. Um, next up, we get the tag title match between the Young Bucks defending the titles against the Briscoes. Now, this should be a pretty good match, I think. Uh, huh. I'm thinking I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. I don't think having them drop it you know, the next pay-per-view after they won it uh, really makes a whole lot of sense. So I think they're going to keep them for a while. Yeah. All right, this next match is taking on a new uh, life uh, of its own because originally it was announced it was going to be Bobby Fish defending the... Ring of Honor World Television title versus Dragon Lee, who had won the number one contendership like a month, two months ago, maybe. I don't even remember. It was a while ago. Uh, but then they did a tour over in um, in London or in Europe, whatever, surrounding. Or it might have just been England. I don't remember. They did a few shows over there. But they did a tour, and uh, Bobby Fish lost the title to Will Ospreay, who then turned around and lost it to... Marty Skrull. Skrull? Is that how you say it? Skrull? 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 I don't even know who this guy is, actually. Skrully? Skrull. Marty Skrull. Yeah. So now he's a champion. So now both those guys got out of the match. So now it's a four-way, four-corners survival match, which I guess means elimination? I don't know. I'm not sure. Four-corners match versus... Uh, so Marty Skrull, champion defending against... Will Ospreay, Bobby Fish, and Dragon Lee. I believe... I think Bobby Fish is going to win it back. I don't know. That's just just my thought. I think Bobby Fish is winning it back. Could be wrong about that, but... That's, that's what I'm going with. And then, finally... The main event of the evening. Adam Cole, baby. Defending the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Against... Kyle O'Reilly, um, his former tag partner from way back in the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, so originally I had seen somewhere where this was supposed to be a fight without honor, but they never really mentioned that anywhere on the show, and they've since removed that from Wikipedia. So I don't know if at one point they had said that and then they decided not to do it. Or if they just jump the gun and they're going to announce that or something. I don't know. But anyways, uh, their uh, long, never-ending feud uh, is going to come to an end. A final battle, maybe. No, probably not. But um, uh, This is a tough one because I feel like it makes sense 
for Kyle O'Reilly to win. But at the same time, that what makes sense isn't what always happens. Uh, so I feel like Adam Cole, especially since he's got the Bullet Club, they get involved. I feel like feel like there could be a lot going on in this match um so yeah i'm gonna go with adam cole to retain i that doesn't make a ton of sense but that's why i think it's gonna happen adam cole baby um all right so before we get to TLC, I'm going to do TLC last. There's actually a UFC coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. So since I will not be doing another podcast before that, I will make some predictions on that. Even though I don't really know much about any of these matches for UFC 206. Because the main event, which was supposed to be um, Daniel Cormier fighting Anthony Johnson for the light heavyweight championship? Yeah got canceled uh is not happening and also uh tim kennedy was supposed to fight richard evans for the light oh no i don't think that was our title i think it was supposed to be a match um after they were supposed to fight at 205 and i got pushed back because uh, evans didn't couldn't was medically medically cleared and then they figured okay whatever He'll be fine for the next one. They blamed it on New York, saying it was a New York thing and blah, blah, blah. But, nope, he didn't get cleared for this one either, so now that's not happening on that either. Um, So that's... And there was a couple other matches that were supposed to happen too that ended up not happening, so... um, Or aren't going to happen. So, I mean, they, they filled in replacement matches, but, you know, you lose your main event. It's tough to do. So now the main event is Max Holloway... Versus Anthony Pettis. Um, for is it for a championship? Yes, yeah, for the interim interim UFC featherweight championship. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. All right, I'll make predictions, even though I don't really know a ton of these guys. All right, first uh, first we get. Let's see. One, two, three, four. They're scheduled to have 12 matches. They, I think they always schedule 12 matches. Oh, whether that actually happens or not, I don't know. Uh, Alright. So, first off, uh, we got um, Zach uh, McElvey. <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to get a lot of these names probably wrong. Zach Makovsky. Yeah, Why can't I, can't I say that? Makovsky. Zach Makovsky versus Dustin Ortiz. Uh, given that David Ortiz just won the uh, uh, the Edgar Martinez DH award for like the 20th time or whatever, um, I'm going to go with Dustin Ortiz because he's got the same initials too. And, I mean, that's that's sound enough reasoning, I think, to pick a guy in a UFC fight. I don't know. Um, next up, we got Jason Sago versus uh, Rustam Kabov... 
Kabalov. Rustum Kabalov. I'm gonna go with Justin. Rustin. Rustum. Ah, Jesus. Um, I'm gonna go with J- Jason Sago. Because I don't want to say that guy's name again. Alright, next up, we got John uh, MacDessy versus Lando Venata. Lando? Come on, I gotta go with Lando, right? Lando Venata? Lando Venata. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this uh, before, but they... Uh, I think I mentioned I watched was watching Atlanta in one of these previous, uh, which is over now. But it was a good show. Um, Don Glover, pretty solid uh, uh, creator, I guess. I mean, he created the show uh, and writer and performer and everything. He's going to be Lando Calrissian in the uh, Han Solo Star Wars movie that's coming out in um, a couple years, I guess. Uh, that's that'll be good. Um, all right, next up we got Mitch Gannon versus Matthew Lopez. Matthew Lopez doesn't have a Wikipedia link. I don't like that. I'm going to go with Mitch Gannon. Plus Gannon, right? No, it's Gagnon. Sorry, Gagnon, not Gannon. Ah, never mind. Oh, well. Alright, next up we got... um, Valerie, oh sorry, I wasn't even saying. So the the Zach Makovsky, Dustin Ortiz was the flyweight. Jason Sago versus Kabalov was the lightweight. Macdessie versus Lando was a bent uh, lightweight, and Mitch Cannon versus Ma- Matthew Lopez was a bantamweight. Now we got a women's strawweight match from Valerie Latour 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 something. Uh, versus Vivian Pereira. Um, I'm gonna go with Vivian Pereira. Doesn't have a, a thing. She does not have a Wikipedia link. If you don't have a Wikipedia link, you're not allowed to be picked by me. So Valerie Latoreno, however you say her name, let's just call her Valerie. Valerie. Anyways, um, next up we got the uh, lightweight match between Oliver Oz- yeah, Oliver Aubin Mercier versus Drew Dauber. I remember picking Drew Dauber in one of these matches before. I don't remember if he won or lost. I actually can go back and look, I think. Uh, I don't remember what UFC it was. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Um, it wasn't whatever this one was. Uh, oh yes, he did win to UFC 203. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna double down on Drew Dobber. And he double down. It's got two WDs, and so is, does his name. So these are all very sound sound reasonings for these picks. Okay, people, you don't have a Wikipedia link. I can't pick you. You have two D. If you have, your initials are DD, and I'm doubling down on you, then you're getting a pick. <laughs> all right, then we got a light heavyweight. Uh, Match between Nikita Krylov and Misha Kirkonov. Sounds like a couple of Russians. Uh, Ruskies. 
Uh, Nika Krylov is uh, actually from the Ukraine. Um, and uh, Misha Kirkonov is Canadian. But, but is Russian. She's Latvian also. She's a Russian, she's a Russian, Canadian, Latvian, all right? He is, I should say. He's got a girl's name. It's just fine. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. They both have girls' names. Nikita? Well, sort of. They could be girls' names, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm already done talking about this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Nikita. Nikita Koloff. He was a guy. See? But there was Femme Nikita. Check. Misha Tate's a girl. Also, Misha, Misha Kirkalov's a guy. Anyways, all right. Next up, with the welterweight Jordan Men, map Jordan Mean versus uh, Emil Weber Meek. Emil Weber Meek, you do not have a Wikipedia link, so you're you're off you're off the page. Um, Jordan Mean then, because. He's got a Wikipedia page. It's all about the Wikipedia pages. How am I supposed to know who you are if you're not on a Wikipedia page? Um, I'm guessing he has a UFC page, probably. But <laughs> all right. Next up is the middleweight match between Tim 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 uh, Tim, Tim 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 Kennedy uh, versus uh, Kelvin Gas Gaslium Gaslium, and uh, Kevin Gaslium's uh, filling in for Richard Evans who. Couldn't uh, be medically cleared. So, you know, short notice for Tim Kennedy. Maybe maybe that will be uh, bad for him. Maybe it would be good for him. Who knows? I'm going to go with Tim Kennedy anyways. All right. Next up, we got uh, a featherweight match between Cub Swanson and Doohoo Choi. A couple interesting names there. Uh Given that the Cubs won the World Series not too long ago, a month ago or so, I'm going to go with Cub Swanson because Cub, Cub, the Cubbies. Put some money on the Cubbies. Not putting money on this, just just to be clear. Um, All right, next up, we got a welterweight battle between Donald Cerrone and Matt Brown. Uh... I want to go with Matt Brown. Yeah. Matt Brown. What does Brown... What can Brown do for you, right? Win a UFC fight and get my, make, make my prediction right. And then finally, the main event of the evening. Felt a well, yeah, featherweight title for the interim featherweight championship. Uh, Max Holloway versus Anthony Pettis. Which uh, wasn't supposed to be the main event, but, you know, things happen. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Pettis. Excuse me. All right, and there we go. There's UFC 206. So, you know, watch that somewhere if you want. I mean, mean, this one's a tough one because, you know, it just came off of UFC 205, which was in New York. You know... Um, he, he had Conor McGregor, the main event, 
So that's kind of a big deal. And then you go to this one, which is in Toronto. It's just a Survivor Series, so maybe it's a little out overshadowed. Their main event got canceled. And then you got the next one in, on December 30th, which is a Friday, by the way, which is interesting. But um, And you got Ronda Rousey making her return, and it's in Vegas. So, like, you kind of squeezing this one in before that. And even next week they have, or not next week, but the next week, because this one is next week, but the next week, in between those... Um, is um, a Fox, uh, UFC and Fox with Paige Van Zandt, who's a pretty big star, as it is too. So, um, you know, this one just kind of falling to the cracks a little bit. Uh, but they're still doing, they're still doing it. They didn't cancel it like they have in the past. Um, but yeah. So, um, yeah, there we go. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, the this Sunday. December 4th, uh, live from Dallas, I want to say. Is that right? Dallas? Um, which, what the hell? They had WrestleMania. Why are they getting another pay-per-view? Um, yeah, American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. What the hell, man? Two pay-per-views and thing. And you had WrestleMania? See, I wonder if this was originally supposed to be a pay-per-view when they laid out the the schedule or once they change everything up they had already had this book so they're like ah eh, well we can have the pay-per-view there that just seems like, I don't know. all right all right so there's only six matches announced so i'm guessing they're gonna add some and they haven't announced anything for the pre-show so once again i'm i'll try to make my predictions if i remember to um and uh you know for any matches that get announced but you know i mean a lot of gimmick matches. I mean, it is TLC, so that's bound to happen. But, uh, yeah, let's wire up the one the one match that doesn't have a stipulation, although it is for the championship. So, uh, the tag team championship. Actually, wait. Hold on. Let's back up. Back it 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 up. I forgot to talk about 205 Live. Before we get to this, 205 Live, because there's nothing to do with this. It is on After SmackDown, but it debuted this week. The Brian Kendrick fought Rich Swan. Defended the title, and Rich Swan is your new cruiserweight champion. Pretty good show. They had a few matches that kind of introduced everyone. Um, and it's weird though, because like you had Kalisto fight for the cruiserweight title on SmackDown Survivor Series, but now he's not on Two Hundred Five Live. I mean, I know he's in the feud with Baron Corbin, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it seems odd that you'd have him get a title shot and then not even be on the cruiserweight show. I mean, I know he's on SmackDown and not. On Raw, and the Cruiserweight division is technically Raw, but they have their own show, and they're also on NXT. It's just really confusing the way they're handling that. Um, but anyways, I digress. It was a good show. Rich Swan, new champion, which I don't know if I totally agree with, but I feel like they want to get buzzed for this show, so they started off with a a title change. Makes sense in that regard. Um, I'm guessing Brian Kendrick will get a, a rematch, either... On 205 Live, or maybe at the Raw pay-per-view coming up in a couple weeks. Yep, another pay-per-view. Yep, we're not done. We're not done with two, 2016 yet. We still got another pay-per-view to go. There's another UFC after after this one. Still, still a lot happening. Still a lot to go. Um, uh, all right, but anyways, all right. Now let's move on to um, TLC. So the American Alpha won a tag team turmoil match, supposedly to give them 
a tight, tight shot to tag titles. But then Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt were like, hey, hey, wait a minute. We're going to fight you next week because we get to do that because we won the SmackDown for Team SmackDown. I mean, they didn't say that specifically, but it kind of makes sense. Storyline. Okay, you guys were the sole survi- the survivors of the, 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 the Survivor Series match. What do you want? Tag titles. Or, or a shot at the tag. A shot at getting a tag title match. Which they did. And they won. They beat American Alpha. Luke Harper, once again, helped them out. Um, after losing to Kane. Because that's what he does. <laughs> loses to Kane and then helps Wyatt and Norton. Uh, so we've got the tag titles. Heath Slater and uh, Rhino defending against um, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. <sighs> I don't know where they're going with this Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton thing. I don't know if eventually this is going to lead to like them breaking up and having a WrestleMania match or something along those lines. Uh, but in the meantime, I mean, I don't see it getting done anytime soon. So why not give them the tag titles? Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go with them. There's no sort of gimmicks or anything with this one. But now we'll get into that. So... The non-TLC-related match that also has a stipulation, which is weird. Um, well, okay. Tiger Woods apparently did well today. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, we got Carmella taking on Nikki Bella in a notice qualification match. And another feud that seems to be dragging on forever. Um, I think Nikki Bella wins, and they move on to something else. Uh, there, I mean, well, here's the thing, because they kind of, I kind of glossed over this because they haven't even mentioned it on SmackDown. Uh, so Nikki Bella didn't end up being in the women's match um, because she got attacked backstage, and no one seems to know who did it. And then Nat- Natalia replaced her, and they really haven't talked about it at all. I mean, Nikki Bella did confront Carmella and say how, like, she accused her of doing it, which Carmella said she didn't, and then that kind of just jump-started the whole Carmella-Nikki Bella feud again, and now they're having this notice qualification match. And um, I think Nikki Bella's going to win it. Like I said, Nikki Bella's going to win, and they're going to move on. There you go. All right, next up, now we move into the TLC-related TLC tables, ladders, and chairs matches. And the first one up is Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. In the never-ending feud that never ends. Been going on forever. Even though they both... Well, Kalisto was legit injured for a while and Baron Corbin was fake injured for a while. But the match... The match goes on. Um, a few... Yeah, it keeps going. Um... I have Baron Corbin. I just I don't see what the what the, what the point of Kalisto winning would be. I think they're building. I got, got to build him up to something. I mean, Kalisto is what Kalisto is, but uh, you got to build up Baron Corbin to challenge somebody for something at some point, right? Yeah, Baron Corbin. All right. Next up, we got the. Um, Women's Championship uh, Tables match um, With uh, Becky Lynch Defending the, t- the Women's Smackdown Championship Against Alexa Bliss Now 
they had a match. Um, well, they were scheduled to have a match at the last pay-per-view, if I remember correctly. And then Becky Lynch had some medical issue and couldn't do it. And then they had a match at the, the SmackDown that was in Scotland, I think. And Becky Lynch ended up winning, but Alexa Bliss's foot was under the rope, blah, 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 blah. And then they had a contract signing for this one, in which Alexa Bliss put Becky Lynch through a table, and then it became a table match. Makes sense. Table match. Um, I don't think... I don't think they're ready to take the belt off of Becky Lynch quite yet. So, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. Alright, ladder match time. Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. So the Miz is now a six-time Intercontinental Champion, and Dolph Ziggler is a five-time. And I'm pretty sure they've somehow all been against each other. I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure that I'm wrong about that, but I feel like... <laughs> Some way or other, either they won it or lost it to each other every single time. Somehow. I don't that's definitely not true. And I think Wade Barrett was probably involved in half of those also. Because I feel like he had the title a bunch during this whole, the last five years or whatever they've been doing this for. With the back and forthness of this. But yeah, this has been going on forever. This feud will never end. And we will be just watching... Dolph Ziggler misses matches forever. Not to say that they're bad, but they're they there's a lot of them. <laughs> and uh I don't know. But uh anyways, uh yeah. Ladder match. Intercontinental title. Been here, done that. Uh should be good. Uh I think the Miz is gonna keep the title. I don't know where they're I don't know what they're doing with Ziggler anymore. You had that whole thing last time about how Putting his career on the line and one last shot, and he wins the match just to then turn around and drop the title to Miz a week before Survivor Series or whatever it was. So that the Miz could fight Sami Zayn? Like, a, I, don't, I don't know, whatever. I, just, I don't think, I don't see them just giving it right back to him. Like, this is what they're doing with Sasha and Charlotte, too. I don't quite get it, but whatever. I'm going to go with the Miz. And finally, the tables, ladders, and chairs TLC extravaganza concludes with a TLC match between the World Heavyweight Champion, WWE World, or whatever, WWE World Champion, that's what it's called now. Not the Heavyweight Champion, not the SmackDown Champion, I mean, that's what it is, but AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. Now... James Ellsworth has played a pretty big part in this feud. And technically, I think he fights the winner since he won his ladder match for the contract against AJ Styles, meaning he beat AJ Styles three times now uh, to get his contract. And with his contract, he got another shot at the title. And um, so I'm assuming he's going to face whoever wins. But AJ Styles beat him up and stretchered him. And took him to the hospital on SmackDown. So will he be there on on Sunday? I don't know. I gotta imagine he will be. 
but um, who knows? He'll play a factor. I don't know where the leading. I don't know where it's going. Is this going to? Is this eventually going to be a Dean Ambrose versus Ellsworth feud? Like I, I don't know. Um, and it's been dragged on for a while now too. I feel like, but um, hopefully something happens here. But I, 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 I can't see AJ losing the title to Dean Ambrose, uh, especially in TLC. And I, I feel like Ellsworth is definitely going to get involved, and I think he's going to cost Dean Ambrose. I think Ambrose is going to turn him. Yeah. Bold prediction right there. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but that leads to the next question. Is what about Barb, though? No, um... <laughs> just joking. Uh, what about The Undertaker? Um, where is The Undertaker? He said he was going to be back. And he, has, he showed up on SmackDown, 900th episode, said WrestleMania doesn't... Uh, doesn't want WrestleMania to define him, and he's back, and he's digging holes and taking souls and and whatever. And then he wasn't a Survivor Series. He threatened if they lost, he'd be mad and do something. Well, they didn't lose. So now what? Like what? what where does this go? I mean, he can't just show up for WrestleMania, otherwise he'd be a total t- hypocrite. I mean, he's got to do something before that, which Royal Rumble would make sense, but does he show up here at TLC to start that storyline? And who's it against? Who's he fighting? I don't know. Could it be AJ Styles? That's the rumor. Rumor rumor has it. There was a rumor going around that AJ Styles is going to fight The Undertaker at Royal Rumble. The other rumor going around is Undertaker is going to beat AJ Styles at Royal Rumble and set up a match somehow, and I'm assuming with John Cena at WrestleMania, and I'm guessing since they did announce... Just recently that the Elimination Chamber is going to be the SmackDown pay-per-view in February. It would make sense that whoever wins the Elimination Chamber will then face the champion with AJ and... I mean, this is just all speculation, but it's, you know, it's, you know, AJ versus Undertaker, you know, Royal Rumble rematch at, at Elimination Chamber. Cena wins the Elimination Chamber. Because I don't think he'll have they'll have him win the Rumble again. I mean, I guess they could. I feel like someone from Raw is going to win the Rumble. And then fate... Whoever. I mean, you know what? I'm going to save that for next time, though. I'm going to make my predictions on what I think is going to happen at WrestleMania since we're getting into that uh, WrestleMania season. But we'll save that for next time. Um, yep, yeah, AJ Styles, I think, is winning the title match. I don't know if The Undertaker is going to show up. It might not be on Sunday. It might be not till SmackDown. Um, Tuesday or, you know, maybe in a couple weeks because there's a big gap now between uh, this pay-per-view and when Royal Rumble is. I mean, I know there's another Raw pay-per-view coming up in a couple weeks, but that next time the SmackDown team will be on on pay-per-view will be at the Royal Rumble, and that's not until January 30th, I think, or something like that. So, I mean, you got good month and a almost, I mean, almost two months before you have to f- do that. So, yeah, there we go. So hopefully you enjoyed uh, this and everything. And uh, if you did, you know, go to iTunes, subscribe, um, and uh, give me a five stars. Give me, leave me a review. Also do the same thing on Stitcher. Also check me out on Twitter. I'm at RazorVader. Go to the blog, RazorVader.blogspot.com. I was going to post the box. I didn't get around to it. Um, I don't have a box this time. I probably won't next time either because I get the slam crates now and they come only once every two months instead of every month i did get a bark box that i was going to open because for my dogs but then i realized 
that's going to be a Christmas gift, so I'm going to save that for Christmas to give to them. And I don't know how appealing that would be to me, anyways, to open a box full of dog toys for this podcast. I don't, I don't, I don't know how interesting that would be for anyone. And I don't want the dogs getting into it yet because I want to save it for Christmas. So there we go. Uh, but anyways, hopefully uh, you enjoy uh, Ring of Honor uh, TLC, and then next week, um, uh, you know. Uh, UFC, but yeah, TLC is the big one here, and hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, and if you do, maybe tell some people about it. Ooh, I don't know, let's say, hmm, let's see, who could you tell? Well, what about your friends? <laughs>